wellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to A Quirky Journey, the healthy family podcast with your hosts, Joe Witten and Leah Follett. Welcome to A Quirky Journey. Join us as we share our family's journeys to good health. You'll find plenty of inspiration, tips and recipe ideas, as well as stories from everyday people who've struggled and overcome health problems and diet challenges in their own families. I'm Jo Witten, author of the blog and book Quirky Cooking, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Leah Follett. Hello, Leah. Hi, how are you? Good. Today we have a very special guest, and it's my son, Isaac. Hello. Hi, Isaac. Hello. <laughs> Isaac's here to talk with us about gaps from a kid's perspective. So we do get a lot of questions about, you know, why are we doing gaps and why are we putting our kids on gaps and it's not healthy to put your kids on a diet. It teaches them, you know, to worry about food when they should just be relaxing and um, we get questions about what's so bad about your kids' health. They seem quite normal. Why would you need to go on gaps? So we're going to let Isaac answer a lot of that for us because, you know, straight from the horse's mouth <laughs> um, about why and how and what we're doing. And I think it's good for other kids who have to go through a special diet or some kind of elimination diet or something to hear from another kid how how they're coping and to get a bit of an encouragement from another child because it can be very scary for a child to have to, it's, it's hard enough for an adult, don't you think, Leah? <laughs> I, I do. And, you know, like monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. So, you know, for my boys, they learn from each other, even with our, um, our schooling and what we, we're doing at the moment. I think William pick, uh, Gabriel picks up more information when William actually takes the time to sit down with him. It's it's working on yes. the same same level, and it's from their words and it's their perspective, and it's yes. not a, a bigger person looking over them and and then just putting this on them. Yeah, it's it's definitely helps. Mm. Yeah, it's almost also positive peer pressure <laughs> because you it get, is in a way, but yeah. it's it's for like my kids have got. They love teenagers. Yes. They just love them. We had, you know, just a few weeks ago we had a friend come and stay and that was the first time that Gabriel had actually recognised that that kid was a teenager. So well, the whole time while Jesse was here, I mean, he's only, he's 14. Yeah. The whole time while Jesse was here, it was like Jesse went to bed at this time, oh, he's a teenager, he's important. So there's this, um, <laughs> you know, this idyllic, I'm going to be a teenager one day and this is what yeah. they do. So teenagers sleep in. So Gabriel was sleeping and he's normally up at the crack <laughs> door. But, you know, and then, of course, Jesse would clear his plate from, from the kitchen after eating and Jesse would take his laundry to the so they model off other kids they because do. that's what they're going to grow into and be they don't necessarily identify that they're going to be an adult one day they're yeah. going to be a father or a parent or any of those other things that's too far but away. they know it's too yeah that's right it's too far in advance but they know in a few short years they're going to be a teenager yes. and teenagers are the coolest thing in the world and that's exactly where Isaac is so yeah. you know like I know what he's going to say today is going to be coming from an absolute place of empowerment to other kids his age and kids a little bit bit younger yeah, as well. So I can't wait. It's going to be beautiful. And we've told Isaac to be completely honest. He doesn't know the questions we're asking him. We've I've actually asked in the gaps group where lots of people with kids um, doing gaps are, and I said yeah. to them, "What questions do you want us to ask Isaac? 
what questions do your kids want us to ask Isaac? So this is a completely honest, I, I can't control this. <laughs> Maybe I'll pinch him. No, just kidding. No, <laughs> no, he's already had to do that once in the intro. Just and <laughs> once again, just then. <laughs> I told him to be quiet. <laughs> well, no. as long as he doesn't have the Rubik's Cube. No. Have, we, you, have you frisked him? Have you patted him yeah, that's down? Right. No Rubik's Cube. No Rubik's Cube? Okay, cool. Okay. They're usually hiding somewhere on his person. <laughs> clackety, clackety, clack. Okay, so he's going to behave, but he's going to speak honestly, and that's what we want to hear. Yeah. So um, Isaac's 13, by the way, if anyone's wondering. And mm-hmm. um, we'll just quickly explain for any of you who haven't followed on with all of our podcasts or didn't hear the intro, I'll just give you a little bit of history. So when we first decided we needed to do GAPS, Our kids were pretty apprehensive, which is pretty normal, I think. Um, You know, they freaked out a bit at the idea of not having bread for a while and not having, you know, cheese and um, sugary desserts and not that I used cane sugar, but just, you know, the sweet foods that they were used to. Rapidura. They weren't too happy about missing out on that. But they... They were going okay until they found out that it can be two years and then they totally lost the plot. (laughs) And they just thought, how will we survive with no bread for two years, no pasta, no <coughs> rice? Um, that really scared them. So um, I was trying to keep it, look, guys, this is one step at a time. We're just going to see how this goes and see if it makes a difference. And that's that's where I'm coming from, that we needed to try something drastic because of big problems with health. And GAPS is not for everyone, but we decided to try it to see if it would help. And we're a few months down the track now. So we started sort of delving into gaps in August and it's now, um, what January. is it? It's January. So that's, yeah, almost, we're almost up to, we're five or six months since we started, but the actual intro diet, we started the first of October the 2nd is when I, okay. October. Started. Yeah. First of October for me, October the 2nd for you. <laughs> well, I was, I was having like, I was having uh, uh, beef jerky, and I and then I after realised I wasn't supposed to be having it, <laughs> so you had to start the next day. That's right. Oh no, I think I might have been even having it the next day. I don't remember. Anyway, it was at the start of October. We don't have to be pedantic about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we we just wanted to um, explain to you all that if you're starting with gaps, it's not something that's always cut and dried straight up you first you know I'm going to do gaps and you start the next day I think we have talked about this on other podcasts we eased our way into it so we worked backwards we were already having mostly dairy free and a lot of gluten free or low gluten and low sugars but not definitely not as low as they could have been Um, so we just started working backwards and sort of went to a more paleo approach we had to go to, the kids went to a youth camp, we had to travel, the kids were, um, we had holidays, we had a wedding to go to, so we couldn't just dive straight into intro. We, we started, you know, just working back and going as much as we could paleo. Then we removed starches, which obviously in paleo you can have starches but you can't in gaps. So starches and sweet potato and started cutting out all the other sweeteners besides a little bit of honey. And then we started taking out butter, ghee, yogurt, cheese. And then when we got to the stage where we were comfortable with that and we were home for a good month and we were really able to focus on this new way of eating and cooking, then we began the intro phase. So starting from there, October, early October, 
Um, now we're nearly pretty much full gaps. Um, we've sort of got a few things that we haven't put in just because we've always had a history with having problems with dairy. So at the moment we have our 24-hour gaps yogurt <coughs> in the dehydrator. Are you away. serious? We, You've done it. I finally did it. So we're going to see oh, how we wow. go. The big experiment. I still have not even had raw apple yet or, or a whole raw carrot, which I need to have. So, yeah, so there's oh. a few little things that we haven't done to be full gaps yet, but slowly, slowly. Yeah, it's very highly individualized too. Yeah, so you go at your own pace. and Like yeah. some people put the yogurt in in the first couple of weeks, don't they? Yeah, they do. I didn't do yogurt. Yeah. at all um and even once we were in the full gaps i yeah i didn't do dairy yogurt i should say yeah and even when we were full gaps it wasn't it was it was me meddling around with some coconut yeah um you know you know like a fresh coconut which i'd taken the the soft flesh out of mm -hmm. as well as the coconut water and a bit of kefir and that's what my yogurt kind of looked like and yeah but it wasn't, yeah, we just didn't go back to the dairy. Even though we've dabbled, yeah. we're still not back there. I just, I don't think that my body wants me to have it. Keeps telling me no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, mm. yeah, with me, I've been very wary. So it'd be nice mm. if I could get a couple of the kids I know will probably be fine. Yeah. I'm not so sure about Isaac, but we'll try it and see and we'll soon know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might have to wait a bit longer if not, but we'll see how we go. But we might go ahead and ask Isaac some questions. So Isaac's the one in our family that probably really spurred us on to do gaps, as in he needed it the most. He India had the most. Well, we needed it as well. Yeah, India did as well. And Simeon always had a snotty nose, so. <laughs> Isaac's just going to tell all the families. But, oh, I love this. You take the reins, buddy. But Cassia, um, she never really had many problems. But we, yeah. but she eats too much sugar. She eats too much sugar. She needs to, you know, cool it, cool it. Yeah, she she's a lot like Dad because Dad can eat pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us are more like Mum. Yeah. So, um, I think, do you want to explain how you were feeling before we began gaps? Well, um, before we began gaps, I uh, was. Like, what do you mean? Do you mean, like, was I disappointed that we had to go on gaps or No, I mean, sorry, OCD. What we just, why was it, why did we start it? Well, we started gaps because I had quite severe OCD and um, I knew, I mean, like, I had OCD was really bad and mum called yeah. Jude LaRoe and asked her if we needed to go on gaps and she said, yes, um, definitely need to go on gaps. So we went on gaps. We should but explain that why, though, why we but chose gaps. We chose... Well, I'll let me explain this bit. So if you didn't hear our story earlier on, it was in another of the podcasts, but basically when you're suffering from depression and anxiety, a lot of that is affected by your gut health. So we were doing all sorts of other things, like we've been to the doctor and the psychologist and all these other people to get help for Isaac, but we decided we really need to do something about diet as well. And from everything I'd heard, GAPS was the way to go for healing the gut. And I knew that gut and brain are connected and if anything we needed to work on the gut so that's why I started looking into gaps asking people who knew about it what do you think would it help and everybody I talked to said yes I would definitely go down that road and I had some amazing stories of people who totally changed around their health and their mental health also with gaps so I thought well it's worth a try so that's why we began it and and within probably 
let's see, within a couple of weeks we started to see changes, didn't we? I think um, definitely it's kind of hard to tell at first, like it's a slow progress, but we definitely feel like we've seen changes. So we're just going to keep going and see how we go. Um, did you want to ask anything there, Leah? Um, well, from the time, I just want to add mm -hmm. um, before Isaac jumps in and, and takes over the entire show, because um, I know he wants to. Um, I just want to add from the time that I met you over the phone to the mm -hmm. time at which I came out to see you, mm -hmm. you know, like I had some contact with Isaac, but the difference that I saw mm -hmm. was just, it was incredible because I'm, you know, someone he doesn't know and I was coming into his home and I was there for a few days with you guys yeah. and he was, he was so much calmer and the agitation in leaving the house and, you know, he just wants to be around people. Yes. And be, you know, be an active participant. And he doesn't want to be held back by anything. So I was totally impressed by what I had. I had a conception of what I was coming into based off what we'd been working on over the phone and what I knew and, and the information mm -hmm. I collected as, you know, as you on you as a family. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for that, I think it was a month or so, mm -hmm. I think I came into the home and to see him doing so well. Yeah. And see him sharing as openly, and I had concerns coming into his household that, you know, like I'm a completely different personality, and that I might throw him off or cause some anguish, or there might have been something like that. But he just took having another person in the house in his stride, and out of all the kids, like you've got, you know, like I love all your kids equally, mm. but Isaac was the one that spent the most time with me. Isaac was the yeah. one that sought, sought me out the most and wanted yeah. to know the most. The most he could get out of me for his own health. Yes. And I, I think that was that was the, the big thing was like, wow, you know, like Isaac wants to do this for him. I think everyone, yes. you know, okay, Sarah, he's 13, but he's much older than 13 and the mm -hmm. gravity that he understands of his gut, his body and his innate system is just so much bigger than what he is age-wise. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And, and the fact that he's been able to take that on board and he's doing it for himself and, and okay, fair enough, he was the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back yeah. but he's dragging the rest of the family in and he's in charge of them or he's reminding them yes. and he's empowering them. So, you know, like it's it's the same in my family. It, it's it's that one thing that, that finishes you off in that path and sets you on another path and, and Isaac's that. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens with Isaac in his future because all he wants to do is share wellness. He does. And he just wants to make other kids well. Yeah. But being a part of that and being able to just, you know, sit to the side and watch him grow and get better and better, it's it really truly has been an amazing journey for, for me um, as a health coach. And I think just watching him. That's great. I think for us, like, because it's gradual, we don't see the changes so no. much. But when you think back to what we were going through before he started GAPS, there's a very big change. There's a massive change. He was massive in, change. For those of you who don't know, he was at he went through time where he couldn't feed himself. I had to feed him. He couldn't really go out anywhere. Um, he was frightened all the time. He'd cry all the time. He just lived in a little cocoon in his mind, you know, and mm. was and was either he wanted to be right beside my side all the time. Well, who wouldn't want to be right beside you all the time? I can guarantee Aww. that everyone on the Facebook page wants to be in your pocket. Aaliyah. <laughs> That's silly. No. No, it's true, Mum. <laughs> it is. See? 
Anyway, um, so now, you know, now he's sleeping over at friends' places. He's going out for the day or a couple of days. He went to camp. Um, You know, he's doing heaps better. So we should go through. um, Isaac, do you want to explain, you know, do you remember the first week of gaps and how we went through that really hard stage? Do you want to just explain what that felt like for other kids? So when, when I had really severe OCD, we kind of started doing gaps like stuff and and it was it was yeah it was um good but uh obviously mum had to feed me most of the time at first at first and then like we weren't doing full gaps because when we were easing into it and then and then when we were doing full gaps I just felt a little bit sometimes a little bit uh, miserable because I remembered when I was eating that way like I kind of might have had a break or something in the middle I don't know but anyway I just remembered that when I was eating that way um, when I, it just made me feel like miserable because I could, I remembered how I felt when I was eating before, that, you got well. before I was, you know, well. oh, it's hard to explain. But anyway, but, um, when I first started properly, yeah, I felt a little bit miserable because I could, I was, it was bringing back memories of when I was really depressed is what I was trying to say. Yes. And also I would feel extremely tired for the first few days. I was so tired. I would just couldn't play soccer in the yard with Simmy. Couldn't do much. I was just so tired and worn out. Muscle like, aches. Yeah, well, I didn't really have any muscle aches, but I oh, just okay. mainly just really tired. And what was that, you know? And and were you cranky? No. Like, what were you? What was, was it like with the other people in the house, with your brothers I, and sisters? I, were you were you more tolerant or less tolerant? Do you think? I would say I was less tolerant because Simeon would say to me, "Oh, Isaac." you're not normally like this, and I'm just, you know, you know, (laughs) so I was just half dead, because I was so tired, but I'm not quite, but you know. I think they did a lot better than I thought they would, actually, I thought that they'd be at each other, but um, we didn't have too many blow-ups, thankfully, it was more just tiredness, and um, had a bit of diarrhea and things like that going on and you know the body the body sort of cleaning things out and you guys staggered as well didn't you everyone staggered staggered their start yep we did yeah so So Isaac went through his crankies and you went through your crankies and your withdrawals (laughs) before you started the other two otherwise having that many bodies in the house yes you know the the four kids and then you yeah it would have just been no understanding for the for the total household yes Mm. And, and Daddy was away for the first two weeks, which was probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ran away. No, I know this is coming. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. He was actually away for three weeks, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, you know, that phase actually didn't take as long as I thought it might. Um, within a week, we were pretty good, weren't we? And there was a lot of things that we couldn't have yet which was the hard thing like not being able to have fruit and stuff that was difficult for the kids mm-hmm. but just being through that really horrible phase was nice just the energy came back and we felt and a lot better Isaac do you feel like you have more energy now like are you still snacking lots and lots in between meals or you feel that you're more comfortable having a big breakfast and a big lunch or how do you uh, feel with your energy I'm always snacking but yep. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like I have many problems with my energy. I'm usually, I have been a bit tired lately because it's this time of year. I've been it's up hot. late. It's been the holidays and it's been hot and I've been going to bed, going to bed really late, which I shouldn't. So tonight, hopefully, I'm going to try and get to bed earlier. But anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> you are been, such a good boy. I've been all right. Yeah, um, futsal is going to start soon, and I'll see how I'm going then. 
But I mm-hmm. think I think I have been to futsal warm on the gap side. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I've got lots of energy and it's fine. Yeah, a lot better okay. than it was. Well, if you ever want to talk to Mark about the GAPS diet and how it affects the athlete, you know you can ring him and talk to him here. So if you want any any tips for extra eating here and there, mm. extra fats or extra energy stuff during the game and all that other stuff, you're more than welcome to ring Mark. You'll be glad because... to know for breakfast this morning we had mm-hmm. bacon, eggs, sauerkraut, which Isaac had the tiniest bit on his plate. Um <laughs> Good job! (laughs) Oh, I'm impressed. Yay, avocado. And and lots and lots of olive oil. Poured over the top. (laughs) Wow! I will have to tell Mark. He's going to be super impressed. Yes. Well, Isaac is still struggling with sauerkraut. Oh, Um, and that's all right too. So we just put a little bit on his plate and... I keep telling him, think of it like pickles. He loves pickles, like pickled cucumbers. So Yeah. Um, well, that's all right. As could, long as it's, you know, just a fermented veggie. Yeah, we need to make our own pickles so that way yeah. it would be a fermented veggie that oh, he yeah, would like. Can we have, can we have? I think Pete Evans has got a kid's kimchi recipe out as well. Maybe that might be more palatable for Isaac. That might be better. Yeah. I found with the sauerkraut, they don't mind it so much if it's stirred into things, you know, like after. I know that it's going to lose a little bit if it's stirred into your warm food, but kind of gets them used to the flavor to the flavor and it is it's yeah. it's a different flavor and it's in part well mine's quite bitter as well mm. so when you think about all the you know the bitter herbs and the bitter greens and things mm-hmm. like that that stimulate you know bile and, and get the yeah. pancreas and all those liver things going you know they are bitter and we don't have a tendency to want to crave them or eat them either mm. so yeah it's, it's something though, you've got to train it's funny though some like Simi and India, the older two, love the sauerkraut. They'll just pile it onto their plate. So um, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's maybe an acquired taste. And he's working on it, aren't you, Zach? Yeah. So um, I think one thing that people were asking Isaac was, do you miss your old favourite foods? And what do you sometimes wish you could still have? Oh, well, (laughs) okay, well, first of all, cookies. (laughs) Okay, so um, at church, uh, for morning tea, every morning tea, they've always got lots of bought cookies. Which and, I never buy at home. Which mum never never bought bought at home even before we were on the GAPS diet. But my grandma always had them and I always used to go over there and eat them. And I just love cookies. And I w- I'm still a little bit, you know, I wish I, had, I wish I was allowed cookies. But I'm very happy that we're allowed grain-free cookies. Yeah. Now, which now is still... Then. Now and then, that is still pretty good, and um, and we ha- we made those lime macadamia um, ones, didn't we? They yeah, were nice. and um, some other things. Oh, yeah, um, chocolate. A ver- I love the Cadbury chocolate, oh. which I also didn't buy before gaps. <laughs> Ooh, well, sometimes, sometimes I we uh, maybe on a Sunday or something. Well, I, I didn't one. let you have that. I don't like Cadbury, but. We weren't allowed chocolate for so long on the gaps, and now around Christmas time, I made a tiny bit for them, homemade, and they were oh, so and toffee, and they were so That's what thrilled. You said. So now, now that we're on full gaps, there's a few little things now and then that will make that help them to not be so sad that they can't have things. It gets better, but I was surprised about the bread because the bread was the main thing that they were worried about. And now, what was the bread we had the other day that you really liked? It was the seed bread. Yeah, the seed bread, the green seed bread. They call it green seed bread because nah. when you mix the sunflower seeds in and it's got um, bicarb soda in it, 
the sunflower seeds go green. <laughs> you know how that happens? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I just unmask that because it, it kind of, it's not real green, but it's no. green and it kind of looks manky. So I just put some basil in there. Oh, that's a good idea. So my, then it's vividly green, and then my, we just call it Shrek bread. My kids, <laughs> my kids thought it was awesome that they were eating green seed bread. Yeah, well, you know, like for my kids, they're aware of what it is. But yeah. if I've got people coming into that's the house, true. then it's just like it looks slightly. It yeah. shouldn't really be green. Yeah, so if right. I put the, the basil in there, it gives them that little bit of extra flavour to it, and it just makes this beautiful vivid green. It's amazing. Well, Isaac really liked that, and so that's a bit of a win because. You know, we can actually make grain-free breads that the kids like. And my, my eldest boy, Simeon, he's the one that's always been very much attached to spelt bread. And he was very upset about not having... I don't think Simeon's very much attached oh, to anything when it any comes food. to food. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But he was very... Like, he, he always whinges about any gluten-free breads. He always has. And yesterday he said to me, Mum, that seed bread was the best seed bread I've ever had. It was a Pete Evans recipe. I'll have to find which... I think it's nut and seed bread. It's from his new... Uh-huh. radio program yeah but um he's he was actually really happy with that so either their tastes are changing or i'm getting better at making grain-free breads i don't know <laughs> I look, 50 50 i reckon you can call either of those and, and call it a day I'm, i'd be really happy with that yeah amazing hey isaac you know how we were talking you were just speaking about church and how you had biscuits and and things like that at church how do you go with the other kids and the fact that they're still having those things and you're not. You, are there, there things that your friends are having that you wish you could have? And then how does that sort of affect you socially, I suppose, or emotionally within, you know, around your peers? How do you feel that you've got to be on this and, and, and they don't have to? What okay. do you feel? Okay, so um, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good question. Um, that uh, every Sunday usually... Um, I there's a the, in the kitchen or in the kitchen at, at church. I um usually just like mum brings some nice food that I can have there and we can all have and I yeah that we can all have and we eat them there and uh mum's friend and personal assistant Fizy, she sometimes comes up to me and says, "Oh Isaac, you're at the bench again." <laughs> she always <laughs> says that because I'm always at that bench eating food while everyone else is eating junk so <laughs> or biscuits and stuff so um well and my friends come up and they're eating biscuits and everything and, and you know they, they've really gotten used to me just eating at the bench and I've t- explained everything to them and and you know I honestly don't really mind too much but sometimes there's like let's say uh, a lemington or chocolate Tim Tam or something and I'm like oh <laughs> oh please you know yeah. sometimes and sometimes uh, there's like a meal somewhere, and there's so much delicious sweets that I cannot eat at all, and I'm really disappointed about that. But um, yeah, what we do it's though is usually... just make sure that I always take things that would that they will enjoy, so that they don't get jealous of what the other kids have. Yeah, and so okay. that's that's my trick, and that's all about being really prepared, really, because you've got to think ahead, even the day before, what's happening the next day, what we need to take. Um, when yeah. we were on the early weeks of gaps, I always had things simmering on the stove so that as we ran out the door, we'd grab a little thermos for each of the kids, scoop some of what was on the stove into the thermoses, chuck it in their little bags, and everybody went off with their thermos, and that's what they got used to quite quickly. Um, now it's a lot easier because we can take a bit of fruit, we can take a bit of a, a muffin or something made with with grain without grains, um, but... 
generally we will take things that are savoury as much as possible, trying to keep the sweets down. Um, if we go to, like last night we went to someone's house for dinner and they've got a heap of kids and they, I've found that our friends are really helpful with this mostly. They, they really have, you know, they'll ask us, if, if we're coming over they'll say, what can we make that you'll be able to eat? What can we make for the kids? And I'll take stuff as well. So we're doing actually quite well. Um, at first, Isaac, do you want to explain at first what your friends thought of the GAPS diet when you told them about it? Okay. So, um, yeah, they, they thought, oh, why are you on a diet? Uh, you, you, don't need a, you don't need to lose weight. I'm like, I'm not doing it to lose weight. Um, I'm doing it to heal my gut. And I had to explain everything to them and tell them that it's healing my gut and everything. And even my best friend, who's the most polite boy you'll ever, 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 ever see, Sometimes makes comments about the GAPS diet, I think. And so, you know, and because they just don't understand it. No one understands it these days. But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> except, except for sensible people. But, <laughs> you know, I guess they're starting to understand it a bit more. And, and you know, and they're seeing the improvements. Yeah, I've explained a lot to them. And, and, you know, I think it helps also. They, for one thing, they've seen that he's heaps better. And they've also uh, seen. Wow. You know, he he's more fun. Yes, because I mean, before he would say, "No, I don't want to come to your house." He just wanted to be with me all the time. But now mm. he's happy to sleep over or go over yeah. to his friend's place. A couple yeah. a couple of years ago, when I when it first kind of all started, um, I mean, it started before then, but it started major. Well, that was a while back, and I just thought I just referred to it as uh, being depressed because I didn't know it was OCD, and so my friends would be like, "Oh, oh, can you come over?" And I'm like. Oh, sorry, I'm still feeling a bit depressed. And then it went away for ages, and then it came back, and then I found out what it was, and, you know, yeah, so... So they're really happy for him that it's helping. Yeah. Um, and we've had other people mention to us how much better my daughter's skin looks, um, how much happier she is, so... And my brother... really good. And my brother, before he was on this diet, he snored like anything he snored like my grandpa <laughs> oh really now he, he doesn't snored. he snored so much i had to i was on the top bunk and i had to shake the bed to get him to stop it was so annoying but oh. he, he since he's been on this diet he hasn't snored once you know what you know how when you see in the magazines they have a before photo and an after photo so they usually have like a fat tablet and it's like if you take this fat tablet oh, you'll go from yeah. this to this yeah, we no. should have recorded Simi snoring. We should. That would be one of the biggest sales pitches for men and women alike because, you know, so many people, they don't end up getting quality sleep because the other person snores. Yes. Yeah. I never even considered the snoring would make yeah. a difference. I didn't even think about it either. Well, that's one of the biggest difference I've seen since we've been on this diet. He has stopped right. snoring altogether. Woohoo! Wow. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So obviously your quality of sleep has then gone up then. Oh, well, I don't know. I still don't sleep very well usually, but, you know. Still working on yeah. that one. Still working, still working on, on that Good Get, job. Getting to bed earlier, waking up earlier. Yeah. Uh, not rolling around so much. <laughs> Excellent. That probably helps with, doesn't help with the hot weather. It's been so sticky here. Yeah, true. No very conditioning. True. <laughs> so, um, Isaac, do you want to explain what kind of foods that you've been really enjoying on GAPS? What's your favourites? All right, well... As soon as I hit stage three, I was totally wanting eggs, and I ate them every single day. And I, eggs and pumpkin pancakes as well were really nice. And um, but 
currently, m one of my favorite things to eat on this diet is mum's really delicious grain-free pastry, which she makes chicken pot pies and stuff. It is so delicious, and I really like, um, oh, what's the dessert that I really like? Uh, I like pudding. chocolate pudding, yeah, but we've only recently started having chocolate pudding, like proper chocolate pudding, like custard. But I have liked the custard a bit, and I'm looking forward to having yogurt today or tomorrow, which will be nice. Mm -hmm. And so, did you say desserts? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, anything. So, yeah, also, um, I really like, I really like the um, meat patties and veggies cooked in broth or just fried, you know, I just love them. They're really delicious. They're a good snack. I never liked them as much as I did when I started the GAPS diet. Now yeah. that I've started this diet, I've learned to enjoy them more. And believe it or not, well, of course you'll believe it because this is the GAPS diet, but <laughs> I, 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 was, I was, I hated pumpkin. He did. He really hated it. As soon as I got on this diet, not, well, as, soon not as, as soon as, but now I love roast pumpkins so much. I can oh, eat Oh, do soon. you make the pumpkin chips? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with a bit of coconut oil over the top and in the oven? We've used olive oil and we are going to swap over to macadamia oil, aren't we? I guess, yeah. Really? Yes. But yeah, I've been really enjoying oh. the roast pumpkin and yeah, pumpkin cauliflower chips. mash. Ooh, mm -hmm. I love cauliflower mash. Yeah? And yeah, things like that. So that's good. Mm. Do you have a favorite drink, Isaac? Oh, uh, let me see. Um, I really like honey water. <laughs> honey water. Okay, yeah, honey through water. that one. Is that a new invention? Um, or honey? Oh, iced tea made with honey is delicious oh, as well. Oh, okay, cool. Mostly. Are you making that for the house? No. Is that your um, job? Mm, well, um, not what, too much. What his little sister Cassia got some fruit tea that's made oh, on rooibos. Oh, that is delicious. So it's rooibos with fruits in it, you know. And yeah, um, yeah. she puts honey in that and then puts it in the fridge and so that now and then they have that for a special drink when her friends are over. So Isaac loves that. Oh, I yeah. see. I think, he, I think she also taught him to put a bit of honey in soda water. <laughs> mm, well, my kids, the number one thing on their Christmas list this year was one of those soda stream things. Oh, yes. And I tell you, like, I'm so impressed that I can't believe we never had one before. Yeah, I'm wondering about getting one of those. So what do you put well, in it? Well, we just, well, the kids love, they call it glitter water. Yep. So we just it's use cute. the filtered water and they just make glitter water. But we just, um, you can get little bottles of squeezy lemon juice or squeezy lime juice oh. from our um, whole food supplier yeah so I've always got those in there and they just put like one or two drops in I was getting the limes and the lemons and letting them juice them and you know like, yes I know they need to acquire those skills but they don't but use all the everything is sticky yes. it's like the sticky floor and then the knobs on the cabinets are all sticky so it's just much easier and yes. so much better for my sanity yes if I've got a little squeezy bottle and they can just put a little bit in so they're not actually putting any sweetness yep. in they're just using that tiny little thing just to give it a, a small amount of flavor and because my kids are so used to eating bitter things yep. you know like it, it's not a problem yeah. for them at all but yeah they just I'm love so a little water or I put some beetroot powder in with their water so they've got like a pink oh, lemonade nice. thing Cute. going on even though it's just like a, this carbonated water and just a bit of beetroot but you can't really taste the beetroot and no, it's all no. about the color it is Sometimes Cassie will stick berries in to soda water, a few berries, just yeah, that's a few frozen nice. berries like instead it. of ice. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I have made a um, like a compote or like a cordial just with um, berries on the stove. Yes, and just had that watered down. Cassia um, I does think that with peaches. Yeah. Oh, she does that with peaches and adds that to what does she add to that? Well, pe- peaches and berries in soda water. Uh, I, I don't know about berries. No, no, no. I'm just not sure what and you she, said. I don't know exactly what she puts in that. She does something with peaches on the stove and then yeah, makes a drink out of That's it. That's what she did. Yes, that was so delicious. She was actually cooking peaches in the same water that she was gonna, she was making tea out of. So she yeah. was cooking the peaches, and I guess she was she could eat she so could, peach tea. She was, she could eat the peaches, and then we had some peach tea, and it was wow. It was with the rooibos. I really liked it. It was so I sweet. I hope rooibos is okay. She, she came up to me. Yeah. She came up to me and said, if it's not sweet enough, just add some honey. Yeah. And I'm like... Was it sweet enough? No, it was sweet enough. Knowing her, it was too sweet. So, Isaac, do you think that maybe too much honey might not be a good idea on gaps? Yes, it's definitely not a good idea to have too much sweet not, but sometimes it's hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> too much honey and too much fruit. So that's one yeah. thing that we're trying to work on with the kids is now that they are allowed to bring back some fruit, I have to keep a tight control on that because... When I'm not around and they're hungry for a snack, they'll grab fruit because it's easy. Yeah. So um, we have to work on that, make sure that it's hidden away and they only get a certain bit a, m- a day, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a month. A month, I nearly said, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, just identifying that a server fruit is not just one whole piece of fruit. So, yeah. and then each person is different in my house. Um, like Mark's happy with five blueberries and that's his server fruit for the day. Yeah. Uh, or if we're going to get something, if we go to the organic markets and there's something that's just incredible, you know, when you walk past and you can yes. smell it and it's just in season and it's just perfect, we'll get one piece for all of us. Yes. And it's not that I'm being stingy, it's just that that's our load and that's what we choose to, to have and use. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it, can, it conserves and it stops the tantrums and the, you know, the super, um, the sugary, you know, load that we have afterwards with with gabriel yes so he yeah if he eats too much fruit he's still it's like having a husky yeah. <laughs> you've got to take him for a run afterwards <laughs> so yeah no definitely lower on the fruit is better for us yes well, mm. that's, that's yeah well, that's one thing that we have to be careful of here because the kids just adore fruit and it's like pulling teeth to get them to keep away oh. <laughs> hey isaac do yep. you, are you are you happy with mum do you think this is a good idea that mum decided that I don't I know she started it and she instigated it but do you think it was a good idea that your the whole family went down this path yeah I think it's a very good idea I think all of us needed it well Cassia and dad didn't exactly need it too much but Cassia does need to you know cut down on sugar. yeah cut down on sugar and everything but um yeah I'm glad I'm glad mum did this for us and um yeah it's a very I, I do think it's a good idea because I need a you know, treat OCD naturally, so yeah, and get rid of it. Yeah, well, that's great. So if the body's in balance, then you might not have as many of the symptoms that you are experiencing, right? Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. And um, what do you think? Some of the biggest things you've learnt from doing gaps, Isaac? Um, I guess I've learned a lot more about health and about the gut-brain connection, and well. When we first started, you did a lot of reading, didn't you? Trying to well, I was I was always looking on websites, and because I was really excited about what I could have on the next stage, and I would be like, "Oh, what can I have on stage, so and so? Oh, yes, I can have so and so." And you know, <laughs> I was. Like, I got a lot of text messages from you, didn't I, Isaac? 
Yeah, I was asking you a lot of things. Yeah, I hardly hear from you now. Yeah. (laughs) We're like really looking into what was each stage. And so half the time I didn't know what was next. And I'd say, Isaac, what can we have next? And he'd tell me because he was always researching it. But even before we started GAPS, he was, he's the kind of kid that wants to know. So he, he will get on the internet and research, um, like he would get on it and research OCD and read stories of how people helped their OCD, what they did, um, things that helped them. Um, mm-hmm. And he, it, that really encouraged him that there were ways to deal with it. It wasn't something that you had to be stuck with all your life, well, suffer from all your life. You could improve um, improve it. So that's why he was so focused on getting gaps sorted out and doing it properly. And he's very particular with gaps. Like if the others start to mess up on something, he'll be the first one to tell them um, mm. because he wants to do it properly because he doesn't want to mess up all this work that we've done. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Is there anything um, else that you can think of to ask him, Leah? Oh, if you had something you could share or something you could impart to the other kids that are going to be starting gaps, so what would that be? Would that be, you know, just your mum and dad are doing the right thing or is there something that you can tell them that will help them understand, Isaac? Um, okay, um, well, first of all, don't do what me and my siblings did when we found out we were going to be on gaps for two years because... Although it may be a little bit disappointing at first, when you get when you really get into gaps, you are really happy when you go to the next stage because you're really happy that you can have a certain food. So you don't think about being on it for two years, and you're actually looking forward to getting to full gaps, and you're not worrying about not being able to have, you know, you're, you're not worrying too much because you know you're going to be able to have a lot more on the full gaps diet, and, you know, that, that's Taking one thing. One step at a time. And, yeah, yeah, baby steps, also, right? Yeah, and also... um. Real food isn't too hard for you to really get. Um, like, I go to my friend's place and I, um, they cook me up some ve- veggies and just some water. They boil me some veggies and they make some meat patties or or yeah, um, or get get buy, some, buy me some chicken legs uh, just for me from the store so I can eat some when I go over to their place. And, and, it's, and you know... So you don't eggs. have to worry about not being able to socialize with anyone. Eggs. And eggs are really easy when you're avocado. on stage three and avocado and everything. So there are a lot. It may not seem like there's a lot of foods that you can have when you go to different places, but there really is. So um, what else? Uh, well, it's definitely worth it after, definitely worth it after um, being on the DAPS diet because if you were eating so unhealthy before, you know that you're eating healthy now and you're not going to run into as many problems as you normally would if you weren't being healthy. Like, let's say you'd have, when you get older, you might have a problem, like, that's due to your diet. Like diabetes. an autoimmune disease yeah, or something like, like or, that? Yeah, so or do diabetes you think, or something yeah, like that. Do you think that, I know that there are people out there that are healing autoimmune diseases with, with GAPS. So do you think that that the GAPS diet would be beneficial for anyone, do you think, that has some sort of diagnosis? Yeah, I think the GAPS diet helps quite a lot of things. Um, for me, OCD, and for a lot of other people, it will pro- it helps other things like eczema and chronic fatigue and things like that. 
that mm-hmm. people that people I know have, and yeah. some of the people I know are actually going on the diet. Mm-hmm. Really? To try and heal it. We had a family come up who are uh, who had eczema. Uh, they they got eczema and they got chronic fatigue, and they they're actually starting on gaps. So wow, I'm really happy for them with that, yeah. and I really hope they do well. So okay, now Isaac, I would really like to hear about the story of the video you made. Can you can you tell us all about that? For, for the little girl who oh yeah um well. She uh, just needed some help with gaps. She was a bit disappointed, and she was nine. She was nine, and I explained some things, and um, I said, uh, "Don't worry about." Uh, I said, "I don't like sauerkraut either," <laughs> but she said she's having sauerkraut with honey, which sounds a bit weird, but fair <laughs> enough. If it tastes nice, fair enough. I've never tried it; it probably does taste nice, but um. <laughs> And uh, what else do we say? Well, um, she was feeling like she didn't even want to eat in the first couple of weeks because she was so. Oh, we told her about sick. We told her about the foods that we really like, really like on gaps and on the first and, stage or two. I mean, like, oh, so much delicious stuff that you can actually have on gaps, more than you can really think about. Like, when you first start gaps, you're like, oh, I'm gonna starve. I can't eat anything, you know. And, but you, there's really a lot to eat, and it's really nice. It's really, it's really good. It's better than I expected. So, and we found with Isaac's friends, they would come over, and I'd serve up dinner, and they'd say, "This is so delicious. I wish I was on gaps." <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, they'd be like, "Oh, but the I, sugar's gone." <laughs> I did say to them, "Well, you might not be so excited when it comes to dessert time, but it's good that you're enjoying the food because this is really healthy food, and anybody can have it." You yeah, don't have to be real, so food, true. real food. You don't have to be that's on gaps so to enjoy good slow cooked meats and veggies and broths and all those yummy traditional cooking that um, we so often get away from because we're in a hurry up lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So um, okay. I think that's what our kids have enjoyed is, and my husband also, who's very, um, you know, he stands back and just watches and eats pretty much whatever I make, but he'll also eat other things. But he's really even commented that this food is delicious, so that's a win. <laughs> mm, very good. Hey, Isaac, do you? I know that you like making little videos. Will you be making other little videos? Do you think that might be out there for other kids soon? Or um, well, someone wanted me to teach them a Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh, cool. Which so, I'd be happy to. Oh, okay. My so, fr- do you think that your Rubik's cube skills has improved because of your diet and your concentration? <laughs> Hey, you know what? What? <laughs> My memorization of algorithms and move sequences on a Rubik's Cube that improves your time is really, really, really good because okay. I can yeah. memorize lots of algorithms over a few days and and I just... Okay, so since you've been up here... Yeah, when I was up, up there, here, what was it? What was the time that I recorded? I My best time on a Rubik's Cube was 1 minute and 23 seconds. It was. I had my phone out and I pressed record and we sat there and we did it together and I was blown away by that. That's insane. And then I came home and I showed Mark, who's also into <laughs> Rubik's Cubes, and he couldn't believe that you did it in that time because he does it over a cup of tea, you know, like he does <laughs> it, it really takes his time. So what are you up to now? So now... Yeah. I have come down. Do I need to get a seat? Do I need to sit down? Okay, okay, I'm going to sit down. I think you've started me. Uh Uh-oh, this is his favourite subject. This is my favourite subject. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, Well, I have come down 
a minute and three seconds. I, I, my best time is now 20 seconds. <laughs> Are you serious? I know. And even the last time I talked to you, Leah, I said 23. It's come down three seconds from that. So it's been a minute and three seconds. And I'm really excited about hopefully getting under 20 seconds soon. I just okay. can't wait. What sort of cube are you using? I'm using a professional speed cube. That's, yeah? Um, yeah, it's really, really, really good and fast. And I'm collecting different types and s- testing them and, you know, seeing how good they are. And my current best time is actually on a cube that's a, that's a world record holder. Wow. It's, it's, uh, they're, they're, I wouldn't, I won't say the name of it because they all just sound, that go and say it. Well, they're all just Chinese and like, it's called a Diane Zanchi or Dayan Zanchi or something like that. And it's yeah, yeah. really, really fast. It's really good. It's, I don't use it. I use my other one mostly, but that one's with my record. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I, I'm really excited about it. And I, I use, I like to, I, I use other cubes as well, like four by four, two by two. Uh, five by five. When you say four by four, you're talking four squares by four squares yes. cubed all the way around, isn't yes, it? Yes, which would be obviously, um, what is it, uh, four times four, 16 on each yeah. side. on 16 on each side, okay. 16 cool. colours, but each piece is, has three colours on it. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's a okay. four by four. And I can do a five by five, and I want to learn to do a seven by seven sometime. But that wow. I haven't gotten up to that yet. And I can also do the pyramid cube, um, and the and there's one called a megaminx. It's got twelve sides. It's a dodecahedron. Yeah. And it's a three by three. Yeah. So it's kind of like a. It's really cool, and I, I have fun with that. Me and my friend are total competitors, and me and him <laughs> race with that, and we race with other types and everything. Man, Leah, you I've gotten so many new Rubik's cubes since you've been up. I want to <laughs> see photos. Got millions of them. Now, <laughs> and just today I was expecting another one that's really fast, but um, yeah, didn't so, come today. Just bring didn't it come back. Today. Just bring them back to Gab. Sorry, guys. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're doing a podcast. That's not right. A cube Isaac, Isaac's going to be off on a tangent. You won't shut him up. <laughs> um, was there any gaps videos that you were going to do? Yeah. Are you going to um, do some for, for other kids, or is the one that you did for that, that little girl? Are you going to make that available on your YouTube? channel do you think um probably i don't know probably not but because we were kind of specifically talking to her but yeah i if if i need to if because if i ever need to talk to someone mum mum lets me know she goes okay this person needs help and they want you to talk to to them about gaps and so and so i definitely would help with that when that in Mm -hmm. that case i would definitely make a video and do it with mum yeah um yeah, that's usually what I do. If mum wants me to help her with a video, I'll do it. And you okay. also have some videos on your YouTube channel. Which I haven't been doing much on there lately because I haven't really... You've been, been busy. busy. Rubik's cubing. Yeah, I, I'm oh. thinking of making a Rubik's Cube YouTube channel, actually. Oh, cool, because you were doing cooking stuff as well. When I have to get, get you doing a few more cooking things, because like, Isaac yeah. does help me in the kitchen every day. Oh, he's a good boy. You have to get someone with a camera there while we're doing that so that... You just get Simmy. Yeah, that'll be a good job for Simmy. <laughs> I bought a, a pretty good camera a while back, and it's it's working quite well. So we can we can use that for our videos. Quite good. Oh, good job. Very good. I think that's all. Do you have any more questions, or shall we leave it at that? It's we'll getting, leave it at that. Yeah, I think it's getting close to an hour. Otherwise, now. we're going to be doing Rubik's cube competitions, and oh, we yeah. Will. 
<laughs> We've got eight minutes to talk about Rubik's Cube. No, 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 we don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And did you hear the latest one came out? No, shush. <laughs> You've started him. No. Thank no, you, Leah. But um, thank you, Isaac, for answering those questions. If anybody does have any other questions for Isaac, I'm sure he'd be happy to answer them. So just put them on my Facebook page and I'll pass them on. And um, if you've got a request for a, a GAPS recipe video from Isaac, then maybe mention that as well and we'll try to get him back onto that. He was very keen to get some done and it was kind of up to me to help him do the videoing and mum has been busy and, yeah, so we got a bit distracted from that. But I reckon the carrots, the carrots cooked in the broth, I think that would go yeah. really well. Yeah, we should do that. That's we, a Zaki? quick, easy one. Yes. So um, thank you, Zaki, and thank you, Leah, and um, thank you, everyone who's listening for listening in. And we hope you enjoyed it and are finding it encouraging and helpful um, and that if your kids are struggling with gaps, then maybe let them listen to this and let them have a chat to Isaac sometime on, you know, just send him a question on my Facebook page and he'll answer it and we'll see how we go. If we can encourage you, we would love to. If you do have any questions and comments, please do post them on our Facebook pages or on the website www.thewellnesscouch.com backslash a quirky journey. So there's places there where you can comment. Um, and we'd also love for you to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available. Yep. Keep working on those small changes and we will be back next week to share more of our journeys with you and um, the journeys of other people who are going through these special times of change in their lives. Thank you everybody so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank Bye. you, Leah. Bye. Thanks, Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.